This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time for Barreled Up by Ball Cap Sports. Here's your, here's your, here's your host, Jim Wiley. At the moment of recording, 45 and 51, so six games below 500 after uh, losing the series finale to the White Sox. But it was a series win, took two out of three from the White Sox, but 17 and a half back in the National League East, seven back for the final wild card spot. This is not the script that, that we were supposed to be following this year. Where does the blame fall for this season, this team's performance, Anthony? What, in your opinion, is really what has led us to this point. I think everyone gets the blame, right? The players get the blame for not performing this season, especially with this high payroll and all the expectations they had. I think Billy Epler gets some blame as well for kind of the roster construction, specifically with the rotation and also with the way he constructed the bullpen. And, you know, Buck gets some blame too. He's not not, not at fault here. Because there are some moments in certain games where you say, why is he doing this with the bullpen when he should go, you know, why is he going left when he should go right? Right. And it's been just a full team effort, (laughs) as if you'd say, with this failure right right now to really, you know, be one of the top teams in the National League where they should be, considering what we saw from them on paper at the start of the season. Yeah, last year, a 101-win team and... After the offseason, despite Jacob DeGrom going to Texas, despite the uh, you know some of it, some some of those that were out there, some talking heads that wanted to say the Mets did not get better, I actually thought that with everything that was done and with players maturing and progressing, I thought the Mets were going to be better year over year. So this is a big surprise. And you brought up Billy Epler. I want to talk about Buckshaw Walter in just a minute, but Billy Epler. You, you sort of jog my memory back to a take I had, and I, I would love to get your opinion on this. We see what's happening in Cincinnati. Cincinnati has has been America's team over the last month, Ellie De La Cruz, and it's not just Ellie De La Cruz. He's the headline grabber, but it's Ellie De La Cruz, Matt McLean. They just called up Christian Encarnacion Strand. You have Hunter Green, who is in his second season. They're relying on their youth to take them to a new level, and it feels like the Mets – whether it is Billy Epler and his decisions on players that he signed and he brought in, specifically talking about this past offseason, bringing Vogel back, back because uh, they could have decided to let him go. I think they had the option there. Uh, mm-hmm. Signing Tommy Pham. They blocked Mark Vientos. They blocked uh, Ronnie Mauricio. And when Vientos finally comes up, they don't play him. Um, do you think... Let's let let's let's sort of let this lead us to the next topic. You've got the Billy Epler shortcomings, but Buck Showalter's the guy who's in charge of pulling the strings in the middle of the game on the field. What are your thoughts on Buck Showalter? Because it just seemed like last year there was so much fanfare for Buck Showalter. You turned the team around. Uh, sure, there was the you know if you if you want to call it a collapse, the second half of the the back half of the season. 
Um, I, you know, I, I really don't put that on the Mets. I put that on the Braves. The Braves just played their ass off and they caught up. The Mets still had a 101 win season. Uh, so Buck was the man behind the steering wheel for that thing. Um, this is not like the St. Louis situation where Oliver Marmel, who knows what's going on. Pujols and Molina leave and, and now the Cardinals are terrible. But with Buck, do you think that he is on the hot seat? after everything that's going on to where if they finish 10 games below 500, is he out the door or is this, does he have a longer leash in your opinion? I think he does have a longer leash. And I'm saying that because if you look at the past of Mets history and with, we've had some terrible managers that have lasted two or three years. Like you said, he's coming off a 101 win season and now they're struggling this year. A lot of injuries, um, you know, some stuff that I do blame him on, definitely bullpen management has been a struggle with him. The way he's handled the kids, uh, I, I don't know. I, I think not bringing not bringing Brett Beatty up from the beginning of the season when he had such a hot start in spring, I think that kind mm-hmm. of messed with him a little bit. Francisco Alvarez came up with the injuries, and he kind of melded his way into the lineup. And now, you know, he's playing every day. Like today, he was a DH. So, you know, that, that I think he's fine. Vientos, uh, even with the opportunities that Vientos has been given, has really not shown much like he's shown in AAA. So, you know, I don't blame him too much on that. One fault that I do give him is I do sense, I don't know if it's a, a lack of toughness, but there's something missing from this team because – as you remember last year, they were the most hit team yes. all season long, and mm-hmm. they did absolutely nothing about it. Maybe one hit in that St. Louis series, and it was Juan Lopez who threw the pitch. It wasn't right. Scherzer. It wasn't DeGrom. It wasn't any of their big players. They didn't, you know, no one came out to start a fight, and, you know, mm-hmm. it's fine, but they just te- seem to take their lumps and just go about their day. There's something, there's a grit that's missing for me from this team and I, yeah. I, I can't put my finger on it. Also the fundamentals and the errors that this team has been making, whether it's on the base paths, whether it's defense, they didn't have that last year. Right. They were so smart play, playing small ball and, and getting runs, manufacturing runs. It's not happening this year. And I, I don't know like where that has changed from buck or, or like that's where the, the blame for me, where buck goes, uh, Roster construction, like I said, that's that's an Epler thing. But but Buck Buck does get some blame. But like as you you mentioned, you think he's on the hot seat? I don't think so. I think if next season the Mets start off the same way, you can definitely be looking at a, a hot seat uh, moment. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, Buck has a has a reputation of being a no nonsense guy. When I go back to when he first came to Baltimore, Baltimore was in shambles. They had underperformed. Uh, they had guys not running out ground balls. Buck got there and changed that immediately. So to have the mistakes you're talking about 
on the field, base running, things of that nature. That just doesn't seem like a Buck Walter kind of team. Mm -hmm. So you, you wonder if they're just as surprised as we are because, or they're just waiting for the 10 game winning streak because somebody's head should roll and maybe it's not Buck, but a message needs to be sent that this is unacceptable and find a sacrificial lamb hitting coach, pitching coach, bench coach, assistants, somebody to, to get that message out there. Um, you talk about how they started the season, and it is interesting, two vast different uh, comparisons, how last year they were under attack, it seemed like, and Buck was holding the ship together, right? And this season, they didn't have that same sort of come-together moment. Instead, they had a lot of people wondering why Brett Beatty wasn't there at the beginning, because, right, I remember Brett Beatty was, was great in the spring, and Alvarez finally came up, but even... I'll say this. I know our friend uh, Wardy, I think, wrote off Buster Only forever with Buster Only's comments about when Narvaez and Nito come back, that they may have to make a decision with Alvarez. I don't know if that was necessarily Buster just coming up with something on his own or if he got that information from somewhere in the clubhouse. And if if, if that is the case, if Buster came up with that on his own, Buster's nuts. But if Buster got that from someone, Got that from his conversations with Buck, which I'm sure Buck and Buster have a, a relationship. They worked together at ESPN yeah. for years. You wonder if Buster got that from Buck, and that's the way Buck was thinking. And if that's the case, we get back to the 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 the, the, the let the kids play. Because I do think what we've seen in Cincinnati rejuvenated that club, and I think we could have seen that in New York. What are your thoughts? Let's let's take that to the next uh to that next topic about the kids. Um, Brett Beatty struggled once he finally did get his call up, um, has had some better moments since there, but I don't think this has been the Brett Beatty, uh, season that many of us expected. Alvarez has been amazing. Vientos doesn't seem to, uh, have a shot and Mauricio was stuck down in the minor leagues. Can't get a call up. 